right? And in many ways, kind of remind me of mindfulness for the ears, and and especially the the distinction between convergent and and divergent listening. I absolutely listen for a point and try to listen to okay, what's the next action step that we need to take as a result of this information. So the idea of listening for the journey and kind of going along with the flow is is something that I'll absolutely implement. In, in my own listening practices. I'd love to transition into another topic that, that you've talked a lot about, which is the power of the human voice. Tell me a little bit about that. Yes, the human voice is the instrument that we all play, if you think about it. It's an amazing instrument, very complex, incredibly versatile. You think of opera singers, uh, you think of you know heavy metal singers, you think of town criers or great orators, people who can... Uh, make you weep or laugh with their voice. It is an incredible instrument. And yet we are not trained in using it. We're just expected to pick it up as we go along. I mean, I would say the same is true, incidentally, of listening. You know, when you think about it, we have four communication channels, reading, writing, speaking, listening. And we teach two of them. We test two of them. Very few schools teach speaking in a serious way, more in your country than mine, by the way. I mean, I think Americans do get taught a little bit of public speaking. It's expected that people can stand up in front of people and talk a bit, but, you know, not in a really profound way. And most countries don't even teach that. And then think about, do we teach listening? Not at all. It's a silent skill. We don't teach it. We don't test it. And we don't test speaking in general, as far as I know. So we've got these two very important skills, which are the most natural ways that human beings can communicate. They're the oldest ways. You know, we only we only invented writing, what, 4,000 years ago, something like that. And for 200,000 years before that, we had been speaking to each other. Language is very, very old. And so are all the ways that we use our voice. And yet we've lost contact with that as well, just in the same way that we've lost contact with listening skills. So this, this voice is incredible. You have a vocal toolbox. Most people are not conscious of that at all. And there are a lot of things in the vocal toolbox that we could explore and have a little rummage about. Plus, of course, is what you say. And there's a, a massive amount that, uh, you know, if you mentioned the book I'm, I'm writing at the moment, a lot of the section I'm writing right now is about how to decide what to say. Because to paraphrase the old song, it is what you say and the way that you say it. Mind you, if I had to choose between those two things, I would say the way that you say it is probably the most important thing of all. So shall we open the vocal toolbox, Matt? Do you want to have a rummage through there? Absolutely. Okay. Well, there are all sorts of tools in your vocal toolbox, and some of them aren't things that you might think of as associated with the voice. For example, we could start with posture. Now, most people wouldn't think of posture when it comes to the voice, but you know, if, if uh, you're listening to this wherever you are and you lean your head right forward and stretch your throat out, you'll find your voice becomes really quite strained like this. Or if you put your head right back into your shoulders, you'll find your voice becomes rather altered like that. Now, that's because you're compressing or stretching your vocal cords and they don't work very well under those situations. In order to use our voice effectively, our head needs to be vertically above our shoulders. And yet how often are we sitting at a desk, leaning forward, 
peering at a screen, stretching our vocal cords when we're trying to have a really important conversation with somebody. So posture does matter. It matters a lot. Then the next thing, of course, is breathing. Now, if you ever go to a vocal coach, they'll deal with your breathing first because your voice is just breath when you come down to it. Uh, it's breath going through your vocal cords and you can modulate that breath. You can learn how to breathe more deeply. I'll give you a simple breathing exercise that anybody can use. You know, lie on a bed or lie on the floor and breathe in with your hands on your stomach and start to concentrate on raising your fingers, your stomach up to push your fingers up. We tend to think of breathing as happening in our chest. But actually, if you if you watch a baby breathing, the stomach is what goes up and down. The chest hardly moves at all. So you need to think about breathing right down into your stomach and right out from your stomach. It's kind of like a wheel going in to down to the stomach and then out from the stomach to the mouth. And if you pr 